Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Buckle up. This just in. Breaking news. What? You call this shit news? Uh-oh. Look, how's it going? How's the car? Oh, it's fine now. I had uh, I had to repair... Or, oh, I didn't do shit. I had to pay someone to repair the uh, clutch shaft. Oh. I, I often uh, get paid to clutch shaft. That's that's true. Um, yeah, so it was it was a lot less than I thought I was going to have to spend on it, and uh, it was not my third winter in a row where my car shit the bed in December. So, yeah, you have quite the fucking history. Well, that's what I get for paying, you know, between a thousand and twelve hundred dollars for a car. I get about a year's worth out of it. Which you get about a thousand dollars worth out of it. Yep. <laughs> Which I mean breaks down to you know less than a hundred dollars a month, so worth it, I guess, in the long run. Still, my best purchase ever was a 1988 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra that I bought in 2008 for a thousand dollars. Drove for four years, put like a hundred and twenty thousand miles on it, and sold it for five hundred and fifty dollars. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Worked out pretty well. Nice. Um, so you had brought up something a little while ago that I felt, I feel that we need to discuss. Um, obviously we haven't, we haven't talked in a little while because, or at least while whilst recorded for a little while because of logistic issues and car issues and whatnot, but here we are. So you, um, uh, peed yourself a little bit in a wall. Oh, yeah. It was funny. I was thinking about that earlier today because what was it, like, <laughs> two weeks ago, that I, yeah, so it was funny because when it happened, I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to remember all of this. And I was thinking about it today and I was like, I barely remember that now. Um, but it was, uh, I think we've talked about this before. I use the, uh, I like to use the, uh, the, the little uh, escape hatch on, on boxer briefs whenever possible. Yeah, which I never use those. Right. And you'd think I would learn, but I, so I have a couple pairs of jeans that I bought that are, that are, um, super comfortable, but the downside to it is, um, they've got button fly, which is a fucking pain in the ass when you have to take a piss. Button fly was fucking invented by a sadist. Yeah. It's, I, I remember when I first got a pair of buttonfly jeans when I was in high school and it seemed like such a cool, like wackadoo thing. And now I'm just like, what a pain in the ass. Like when I'm picking out a new pair of pants to wear for work and I look through what I've got clean, I'm like, Oh yeah, I've got three pairs of pants. Then I look, I'm like, Oh, two of these are fucking buttonflies. I guess I'm wearing these piece of shit pants instead. <laughs> um, Cause the pants themselves are very comfortable, but I'm old and have to piss like every 45 minutes on a regular day. I had waited way too long to pee. So it was just like, this is happening in mere seconds. And I got, uh, I was in the Hannaford and Portsmouth, got into the bathroom, like was unbuttoning the fly as I'm trying to like pull the pants down. And I just, uh, I couldn't get the top, like I was having difficulty getting it undone. So I undid like the second and third one and just fished my dick through the hole in the boxers. <laughs> it was like, but just, it was like, just Play-Doh fun fact rooted out yeah, there. It was like bent around and there's not much length to work with anyway. So it's basically <laughs> by the time I like, cause I, I, I basically did myself in because this pair of boxers does not have the normal flap it's on the other side like most of the time if you're wearing, <laughs> it's on the back side <laughs> yeah no most of the time if you're wearing boxer briefs um the flap opens on your right hand side this one opens on the left and it's like it's like halfway down the left leg so i down there and then like back up so <laughs> at this point i just have like the helmet of my dick just outside the jeans your dick like played a game of frogger to get yeah. out there yeah, so I pissed, and it just came out furiously. And I even did the shake, shake afterwards, gave it an extra one because I was like, "All right, 
But it's like, you know how when in the summertime you're doing shit with a hose outside and you turn the water off, but it had a kink in it. So when you like, oh, there's still a bunch of water that comes out afterwards. That's what happened. I put my dick back in my pants and the it being fed through the boxers, like unkinked. And I just pissed all over the front. Of- I will say unkinked really makes it sound like an impressive dick. <laughs> <laughs> just. I untied the knot and then uh, peed. Yeah. Um, After all the villagers had finished climbing up my dick, I then then slayed the Lilliputians with my dick. Yeah. So Uh, I just had piss all over the front of my pants and I, I was, I had to get stuff in Hannaford. So I just walked around with piss pants. What did you, so at that point I then, like if I was you in that scenario, I'm going to tell you what I would do. And you can tell me if you had the same strategy, I would just, and I don't know why this would make me feel better about what's going on in the front of my pants, but I would take a bunch of water like in my hand and wipe the water all over that. to like kind of dilute the piss. Right. And that makes me feel like I've cleaned my pants, which there's still now it's like a, a piss solution. Right. Well, I'll tell you what I've done at work when I've had the little piss dribble dribble on the inside of my pants before, um, because a lot of times the sinks at the two bathrooms where I work are all wet anyways. And I just like regularly, like just leaned up, lean up against them. Yeah. And you walk away and you have the whole line, but I've done that at work where if I've got a little piss piss on there, I pour water all over the sink. And then lean up against it. So then I have a wet line there. So <laughs> people see it, but then they know, oh, he leaned up against the sink. That's um, actually, you put a lot of thought into that. Yeah, and well, I appreciate it. Right. But it shows it shows the difference. Like your focus is on making others feel better about your potential piss situation. Mine, I don't care if it still looks the same. I just want to feel better about my piss situation. Well, piggybacking on top of that, so when I walked out of the bathroom in Hannaford and was then doing shopping, a guy who works there walked by. He goes, oh, the water spot on your pants looks like you peed yourself. And I go, I did pee myself. <laughs> Just kept walking. Because <laughs> I don't give a fuck what the guy in Hannaford thinks about me. <laughs> nice. Was that a worker that said that? Yeah, someone who worked there. Well, that's a bold move by a guy on the job. He, um... He's a little rascally. I see him there from time to time. They don't trust him on a register. Let's just put it that way. He's, uh, <laughs> he's usually either on a cart run or cleaning the bathroom. His his drool spot looked like a drool spot. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he's a special kind of someone. Um. So also, I saw you uh, posting uh, some some grocery store monkeys. Just a singular monkey. Yeah. Okay. You had to think about that for too long. Like you were like, did I see multiple monkeys? I was like, I, for some reason, I was thinking of sea monkeys when you said <laughs> see multiple monkeys. And I was like, what? Um, so, yeah, some somebody came in with a monkey. Well, it was funny. So the day that the monkey was there, I only had a half day. So I didn't come in until, uh, what the fuck was it? Uh one o'clock and so as i'm walking in my friend rachel's walking out to the parking lot she goes are you just getting here now i said yes she goes there's a monkey in the store and that's all she said and she's not she's not really one for uh i mean she's got a good sense of humor but she's not one to like sort of make stuff up or say wackadoo stuff so i didn't know what she meant by that but I just sort of assumed there was some, because we have a couple regular customers who come in and air quote entertain us. There's a woman who yodels in there all uh, the time, which is oh. terrible. Uh, and there's people that like talk to us about Jesus and stuff like that. So I'm just picturing one of these fucking friendless people in there with a monkey puppet, just putting on a little show. So I walk in and as soon as I, Come in, I, I, I looked down one of the aisles and there's this woman wearing multiple big cat print pants and jacket with a monkey under her jacket. 
just, you know. Like he's in the jacket? She she wasn't wearing the jacket. She was oh. she had the monkey in her arms and then the jacket was kind of wrapped around like to hide the fact that she had a monkey. But she wasn't hiding the fact that she had a monkey. She described to several of my coworkers that she's like, Oh, I wasn't blessed with my own children so, or wasn't able to have my own children, so God blessed me with this. But then also <laughs> explained that she bought it from a man in Texas. Or she she got it from a man in Texas. She never used the word bought. So wait, but like so we don't know for sure that God just isn't in Texas. No, I'm I, having, having been in Texas multiple times, I've seen no sign of God there. <laughs> um, was in the monkey was just rascaling around on her. It was just kind of, it was, it was mostly not, uh, not doing anything. I mean, it was just looking around and one of the managers at my store, took a banana from the shelf and like racist store, store used it and then tried to offer it to the monkey, which the monkey wasn't interested. And then I had to point out to him that monkeys don't actually eat, but like some of the larger great apes will eat bananas, but monkeys mostly exist on grubs and berries and insects. And he's and the, like, oh, and the occasional other monkey. Right. He's like, no, no, no. Monkeys love bananas. I was like, not, not an actual thing. <laughs> I was like, also rabbits don't really eat carrots. That was something that the people at Warner brothers made up because bugs buddy was emulating, um, Groucho Marx doing his cigar thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why when bugs bunny goes, Hey, what's up doc? Mm-hmm. That's, it, it's him supposed to look like Groucho Marx, not because rabbits actually eat, uh, carrots. I bet they'll eat a carrot if you give them one. Well, they'll eat almost anything if you give them one. They're dumb. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's pretty interesting. Well, and then so for the next two and a half hours, I would walk up to pretty much all my coworkers, and I'm like, oh, hey, Travis. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but there was a monkey in the store. And, you know, everyone's just like, yeah, I saw it. And people like, Scott, I've been here the whole time. I saw it. I'm like, I'm not telling you this because I thought for a second you didn't know. I'm telling you this because there was a fucking monkey in the store. And we should not have any sort of lackadaisical attitude about the fact that there was a fucking monkey in the store. <laughs> this needs to be discussed several more times today. And I will point out that it's, you know, monkeys are illegal in to own in, I think it's 48 of the states, including New Hampshire. Um, okay. Yeah. She didn't own him. They were just compatriots. That, that's what it seemed to be. But also, um, it's considered an exotic animal. And you can have a, an emotional support monkey, but again, not in New Hampshire. Good. Uh-huh. But um, authorities were called. No one really cared. Um one of my coworkers offered her a face mask for the monkey, which she declined. Yeah. Good luck getting that monkey to wear a fucking mask. You can't get most Texans to wear a mask going back to Texas. And that's where that monkey came from. So Texas is crazy with exotic animals. There's fucking, what is there? More tigers in Texas than there are in the rest of the world. I think is the stat. I think so. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, speaking of ridiculous, that's my segue. Have you heard this whole, uh, thing about Alec Baldwin's wife? No. Uh, her name is Hilaria. Uh, is that her birth name? Wait for it. Uh, cause she's from Spain. Hilaria Baldwin. This is his more recent wife. Cause obviously he was initially married to Kim Basinger. Um, there, but, uh, she is not named Hilaria. She is named Hillary and she is not from Spain. She is from Boston. She does, however, speak with, she grew up in Boston, born in Boston, went to high school in Boston, speaks with a full blown Spanish accent, was on TV, like doing like a cooking show situation on like good morning America or whatever. And she was like, this is, um, how you say, uh, cucumber. So she she has built a complete 
grift. I don't know what the word is, uh, that she is from Spain and is Spanish. How long have they been married? Since 2012. So she's not the mother of the kids that he like said horrible. That Those are Kim Basinger's kids. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Do, do you think he knew this about? Oh yeah. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he made like an eight minute, <clears throat> like I think Instagram live video about, um, I don't know, defend quasi defending her. I, I think the gist of it is that she identifies as Spanish. Mm-hmm. So she's not lying. It's just she feels it in her heart that she was her to in her defense. Um, her family, her parents um, moved to Mallorca when she was in her twenties. So, so she, she's like visited. So genetic, like it, it's inherited genetically after the fact. Is what you're saying? Yes, it's kind of like like Madonna's British accent, right? Which is even which is. Probably even more egregious because, like, people are like, yeah, you've been famous for forty years. People are pretty aware of your background and your non-Britishness. Oh yeah, she was born Hillary Hayward Thomas. Yep, which is, uh, which means she's from Barcelona. Right. I, I bet you that's how she says it. I'm just I. Oh, she's a lot younger than him. Yeah, of course she is. She's his second wife. Yeah. And he is famous. Yeah. Yeah, she's like 25 years younger than him. But, uh, yeah, I'm just trying. Oh, yeah. Oh, this was just on December 21st that this came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is pretty fresh. Huh. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm bookmarking that because I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. You got to peruse that. Um. Yeah, it's it's real stupid. Like you know, there's people out there that like went to high school with her, and they're like, "Wait, what are you doing? Right? What's going on here?" Um, but yeah, My I guess don't know. Is, like I don't know anyone like that who who once they become like get married to someone famous, I'm sure they cut all ties. Well, I think she's also an actress in much the same way that I am an actor. It says she has a couple of exercise videos. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, there's a, uh, there's someone that's kind of like that in like the, <laughs> in the jujitsu world. Uh, she's all, she's fights in the UFC now actually, but her dad is uh, like a well-known jiu-jitsu guy and he's brazilian but she's lived in san diego since birth San Diego, yeah um and like she's she's amazing in her own right she's a world champion but like her first however many world championships they would interview and she'd be like oh yeah that was great and then drop of a hat like next time she was interviewed that's like i don't know five years ago she was all of a sudden speaking like broken english like partial Portuguese. Obviously she grew up also speaking Portuguese because her dad's Brazilian, but like you are a San Diego kid. Like now she's got like a heavy Portuguese accent and she switches, but she like vacillates back and forth between that and just speaking normal English. Hmm. It's real. It's real weird. People, people complain about it a lot. I did have, so I have a friend who I grew up with in Exeter who's, she moved to Australia in 97 and has been living there ever since. And, you know, we've communicated multiple times, mostly through Facebook messenger, but two years ago, one of our classmates had died very suddenly. And, you know, with the time difference, she had messaged me and it was early in the morning. It was probably five o'clock our time. And so she meant, she meant to respond to me, but she instead, uh, video chatted me, which I picked up because I was like, oh, she seems upset. Let's talk about it. And uh, she, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to video chat, but I'm like, it's fine. I mean, we can talk if you want. And I realized it was the first time in like 15 years that I had heard her voice. And she had, uh, she had a pretty strong Australian accent. 
Was she living in Australia? She was living in Australia? Yeah, she still does live in Australia. Okay. I mean, that it makes a little bit of sense that you would pick up a little bit of it. Some people are very, like, sensitive to that sort of thing. I think I could move to Australia and never say a single word differently than I do now. But some people are like that. But it's, it is a little bit of a affectation. Yeah, I mean, I think you do soak up a little bit of the culture and stuff when you immerse yourself in it. Like, uh, like when I lived in Arizona, I realized I was becoming an even bigger piece of shit. <laughs> Naturally. Why even, an even bigger transient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking, what was I going to say? What was the other one, that, the other thing that pissed me off? Have you seen this new uh, version of The Stand? No, I don't have ABC, one, two, three. CBS All Access? Right. Yeah, that was what I was going to complain about. If you are an entire new platform, that's whole goal is to come out with shit like this, like Netflix, like Hulu. Yeah. Fine. Come up with a monthly charge. If I want to watch that shit, cool. If you're CBS, you already have a fucking entire station putting out nothing but dog shit. Right. Like, I think Mayim Bialik or whatever the fuck her name is has a new show coming out where she runs a cat cafe. Yeah, that's apparently real. At least that's what it says in the fucking commercial that I've seen. That's a show that they greenlit. Yet this... Or is it a scripted show? No, no, no. It's a scripted show. It's It's a sitcom. That sounds horrible. It sounded horrible the moment I said, Mayim Bialik has a show tv's blossom go back and watch the entire blossom library right now and tell me whether or not you want to off yourself at the end of it or bang six no i i i uh i would always had a thing for uh girls with big noses so okay yeah all right is that why you talk to me yeah (laughs) um so anyway yeah, I mean, you, CBS has finally made something where I'm like, oh, I'd like to check that out. Five ninety nine a month. You go fuck yourself, CBS. Five ninety nine a month is what they're charging. Yeah. For like, how much? How much? How many things are they really going to put on there? I I can't name one other thing that's on there. I'm not paying five ninety nine a month to make to watch one adaptation that is probably shitty anyway. Judging on the fucking myriad of examples of Stephen King material being adapted. Is this, I know that like when they started, I think it might've started with Stephen King's, uh, it like the, or just it. Cause I think they're not calling it that. Um, I thought that they were trying to create like a Stephen King multiverse. And I don't know, like, cause I know castle rock is part of it, which, yeah. Uh, P.S. That show's not that great. I watched the first season. It was okay. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, well, his books are essentially a multiverse, a multiverse. Right. So, I mean, it wouldn't be hard to do. You just follow the books, which no one's ever followed the books fucking anyway. Well, it's one of those things that like so many of his movies throughout other movies based on his work throughout the years were made by different studios and, you know, different continuities. And I think going forward, they're trying to make them all in the same continuity. But I'm just like, they're so loosely connected. So, I mean, some of them obviously more than others, but like, sure, you know, obviously the Dark Tower stuff is all connected, but like, I know the stand is connected to that, the shining. And I'm just like, people don't have enough time in their day to spend this much time. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's what I love about the Marvel universe is it, it is all connected. But what I hate about the Marvel universe is because it's so successful. Everyone else is trying to do the same thing with their property now. And it just, yeah. Like in the Marvel universe, it's not like super complex to follow. You're like, Oh, that superheroes there too. Whereas like you need like a fucking detective cork board with like red string going from thing to thing for the Stephen King fucking universe. It looked like you're a fucking maniac tracking evidence. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. All I'm saying is there's no way that show is good enough for me to pay five ninety nine a month for another goddamn service. I already have too many fucking services. 
Well, that's the thing too, is like, it seems like every new service is only offering like one thing that people want to watch. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I just wish with all these different streaming services, they would offer something like a cable package where you're like, okay, they're each individually for five $5.99, but for, you know, $18.99. Yeah. I'm yeah. already paying a cable package, so it'd be nice if I could watch some fucking TV. Right. I pay an egregious, egregious amount for cable. I mean, it's I pay I pay close to $300 a month for cable and internet. Really? Yeah, That's, I get I get one fisting a year as well. You get one fisting a year. Yeah, is that included in the package? Yes, the, a man named Geppetto comes over and makes me a real boy. <laughs> um, now, is he really an Italian carpenter? Is it just someone married to a Baldwin using a different <laughs> affectation? It's actually Alec. Sounds right. He's really pissed when he gets here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of contract he signed included me in it. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I am. Um, <clears throat> because I have an older phone, I have an iPhone 8, and the newest one's the iPhone 12, which, oddly enough, is the 10th iPhone, I think. Because um, didn't they go right from the iPhone X to the iPhone 12? I don't know. And the iPhone X... It went from iPhone 8 to iPhone X. There was no iPhone 9. Um, but because it uses the new iOS, um, I, don't do, I don't do the updates on my phone anymore because it's an older one and you know that it tends to shut down the old phones when you do the updates. So Netflix now uses the newest iOS for their operating system, so I can't even open Netflix. So I've tried to cancel it. But they're like, you have to log into the account to cancel it. And I'm like, I can't fucking log in. So I've been charged for like three months of Netflix. I mean, can't you just go on somebody's computer and log in via their computer? That would insinuate that I knew someone. I mean, I can log into your Netflix right now. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. You could just get a new phone, maybe. That's crazy talk. Okay, my bad. I apologize. Um, all right, I guess we can do a our first tale, and then actually, where is um Marmaduke Underpants? He's in his laboratory, in his laboratory. Um, because I have a I have a product for us to put in our mouths. I dropped it off at his place today as I was out and about working. We might have to hold it for the second one if he. We'll we'll, we'll play it by ear. All right. Um, we'll wait till the end. So all right, let me hear. Let me share my screen with you because I got I got a treat for you real here, real here, real quick. All right. News of our demise. All right, you see that? Oh yeah, it's that Mario Lopez movie. You've seen this? I haven't watched it, but I'm aware of it. You're aware of like what it. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, it's a. Uh, Would you like to describe it to people? Yeah. So it's a recipe for seduction. It's the Lifetime original movie about uh, uh, the founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, Colonel Sanders, starring Mario Lopez. That's Harland Sanders to you, by the way. Was it before he became a a uh, a Kentucky Colonel? Um. Did you watch it? No, I did not watch it. Um, it. So yeah, he's all dressed up like sexy and shit, and looking all himself with some with some his, with some hot Hispanic woman, probably Hilaria Baldwin. <laughs> I I wanted to watch it just because I wanted to see if they addressed the fact that um, there was a Latin actor playing uh someone who to, to my knowledge is, does not is not of latin descent and i don't mean to make just pure assumptions but probably didn't care for anyone of latin descent judging by the time and place where he was born right and the uh, contusion attitudes towards others back then yeah contusion huh nice sure 
I know it's only 15 minutes long. It's oh, not- is it only 15 minutes long? Yeah. It's a mini movie, a lifetime original mini movie. Who approached, I mean, I know he's not, he doesn't have a lot going on right now, which he probably has more going on than I think he should have going on. Mario but, Lopez. Yeah, who, who went to Mario Lopez's agent and they were like, we have an idea. You're going to play Colonel Sanders in a very short movie and it's going to have the word seduction in it. And he was like, that is, I cannot pass on that. I think one of those people that doesn't say no to any. Yeah, he's got the uh, Christopher Walken approach to his career. Right. If you can meet his daily fee, which I think, interestingly enough, is probably just a family bucket of KFC. (laughs) Who? Mario Lopez? Look at that body. That guy's not eating any fucking KFC. That's true. If they have boiled chicken in there, because he's got to be getting older now. I mean, he's been, dude's been jacked since I was a kid. Probably 47. He's on the cover of Men's Health Monthly this this month. Uh, he is, no, he is 47. Fuck what? you. Man, you are hiding your Mario Lopez fandom amazingly well. <laughs> you just, that was your first slip up. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of people being jacked, um, this is our next story. A Kazakhstani bodybuilder marries a sex doll after a whirlwind romance. Here, here they are. Yep. Um, there they are, out and about. He takes this um, plastic fuck toy places with him. Um, he described himself as a sex maniac. Uh, he popped the question. He actually bought this thing, flowers. They dated for eight months before he proposed a year ago. Um, <clears throat> yeah. He put a ring on her finger because she cannot say no. There they are, snuggling. Um, Is this like a case of like that movie Lars and the Real Girl where is does he think that this is a real person or are we all just like playing along with his elaborate game of make-believe because he could smash us into oblivion if we said you're fucking ridiculous i don't know i'm not real sure um he yeah he said couples need to talk less and connect more with time and experience margo and i that's her name I've realized, sorry, that's its name. Margot and I realized that it takes more than words to have a conversation. Like the extreme single, more than words? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, uh, Where where is the rest of them? Uh, He added that he also enjoys BDSM. Yeah, saw that coming. Bondage and discipline, domination and submission. I don't know why they spelled that out, sorry. I love being tortured. I can endure. I can endure a lot of pain. I love to dominate too. Margot is capable of what other people are not capable of. I suppose taking pain or taking punishment because or bending can't. Her leg, like behind her head three times. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So then I saw. I, I found this one a little bit ago, and then there's a follow up to this story. Uh, what's that? Yes, yeah, for a divorce. No, he had to um, spend the holidays alone after his sex doll wife is broken. Uh, <laughs> I guess she can't. She can't take as much abuse as uh, no. What uh, What is broken on on it? Um, he said that she is now being repaired she's in another city when she recovers it will be a gift for both of us Um, let me see I don't think it says exactly what is broken no it doesn't I think I have a few guesses Mm mm-hmm couple gaskets have been compromised i'm sure yeah so many men would like 
uh, was it uh, describing the relationship? He told the Daily Star, in general, I began to be jealous of Margo. Many men would like to imagine the same. After the wedding, I decided to show her less to people. I forbade her, forbade her from Instagram. I did this a long time ago. Maybe I'm being too selfish. But that's the beauty of Margot. I can do this to her, and she won't mind. Um, so he's nuts. I mean, I don't think we needed further evidence of his insanity other than he married an inanimate object. But yes, he is nuts. So he, uh, he's going to order her steaks and sushi and have some fun with friends when she gets home. They're, here they are working out together. Um, there they are doing some snuggling. And yeah, that's the one where they're on the boat together. So yeah, I mean, he is... Um, Nuts. Batshit insane. Without question. Um, so I guess the, compare his insanity to this next person I'm going to show you. I don't even think this is a story per se, as it's not really like, as far as I know, super topical to the moment. But I saw this and I felt that you needed to see it. Let me make this bigger. So this woman, I don't know if there's going to be sound here. She this, woman reportedly cooks with only her mouth. Yeah. Here, I'll turn off the sound. So she, instead of using knives and whatnot, she just, there you go, biting into the butter, heating it up a little bit with her mouth, spitting it into the into the bowl. She, she just chews food up and spits it into whatever bowl she's using to make her uh, pre-vomit. I can't tell if that was food or snot dripping down her face. Yeah. So she ditched the knife after hearing reports of cooking injuries. Her name is Nathan. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't like. Does she have people over? Like, I guess this is fine if you're cooking for yourself. But if you tried to cook for me with your face, I would leave. I don't understand it. Really. I guess. I, how did you find out about this? I don't know. I think I saw it on Twitter, I think. It, she was chewing shit up and spitting it in a bowl and then bone appetite. I don't, uh, I, I don't like her. No, no. I mean, you can't cook for other people like that. Can you? Uh, I mean, I don't cook for other people anyways, because I don't allow people into my, uh, into my dungeon. <laughs> okay. Your domicile. Yeah. But even I, who am a fucking nightmare, uh, chop up my food and, uh, use an oven to cook it. Not my, uh, not my, uh, easy big head oven. <laughs> I assume she was then putting it into an actual oven. I yeah, hope you make that assumption, uh, based on a woman named Nathan. Yeah. Her name is Nathan, Nathan Cedia. Huh? Yeah, I got I got nothing other than I felt that that needed to be shared. Um, what else do I have here? <clears throat> oh yeah, these fuck these fuck chuckles. So there was a uh, uh, Delta flight going from LaGuardia Airport to Atlanta, and they were pulling out from the gate and going starting to about to start taxiing away when two people grabbed their dog and opened one of the doors and started deplaning down the fucking inflatable ramp as the just, plane was moving as the plane was moving yeah just but like they did it apparently just kind of casually like it wasn't an abnormal thing to do like they're like we would like to leave now 
I I assume you will let ourselves out. I assume you approve of my choice. Just when you open up the pressurized door to do like alarms not go off. Uh, yeah, I think especially while it's moving. Yes, I think something went off. I mean, they they were apprehended pretty rapidly, but they made it down the slide with their with their dog. Is there? I mean, Antonio Murdoch, thirty one, and Brianna Greco, twenty three, of Florida. Roll. Yes. Uh, yep, Florida. Um, so I guess they had went. They went to a gentleman who was sitting in the back row, and they asked if they could switch seats with him because they wanted to sit in the back row. And he was like, "Sure." And he switched with them, and he said he was like sitting there. And like five minutes later, he watched them wander by, and he was like, "That's weird." They clearly, apparently, don't want to sit in the last row. And then next thing you know, the plane was stopped, and they were, uh, you know, taking the biggest child slide down to the fucking ground. Yeah, I mean. It's not, I mean, I, I didn't look specifically when I flew a couple months ago, but I don't think it's generally stated that there has to be an emergency for you to open the door. I mean, maybe it's understood since it's called an emergency exit that it's not just a, an, an alternate way out, but it doesn't expressly say don't open this unless you're authorized to. I mean, it is actually, yeah, it's against the law. Let me see what they were. Um, let me see what they were charged with. They were charged with something. Uh, the fuck is it? I think they were charged with uh, tomfoolery. Second degree ass slappery. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't find it. I know it's in here somewhere, but so I mean, it. it it, there's a bit of a process involved with um, opening those doors. Right. But it's not like it doesn't take more than, I don't know, probably what, 15 seconds or something like that, which is a bit frightening when you consider that it, I don't think the process changes or it becomes harder or they're like semi locked when you're up in the air. Mm -hmm. And just some ass basket can open the fucking door. <clears throat> and like it's not like the plane's just gonna immediately fucking crash if they do that, but it won't be good. It'll at very least be windy. Do you think there's any sort of vetting process when you reserve a plane ticket and you get? Because now most of the time when you there is not you can pick out your seats like they'll be like hmm this person selected row you know seventeen. No, they can. They do reserve the right. Like if you get there and you're sitting in the emergency exit and you're 111 years old, they're like, yeah, you probably can't perform this task. We're going to switch you to a different seat. Um, they try to find like someone that's at least somewhat able bodied. Uh, but other than that, no, I mean, fucking chuckle nuts that works at the grocery store, but they don't trust with a register can sit in the emergency exit. Yeah, you would think they'd be like, hmm, let's see if this person has a history of mental illness. Kazakhstani bodybuilder can share the emergency exit with his fuck doll. You think maybe that's how she got injured? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, that that's his that's his his kinks have gotten so far that it's just dropping his lover out of a fucking air, airplane. And that's what he was referring to when he was like, she can take it, but other but actual people can't. Right. <clears throat> I do kind of want to know what fucking extreme punishments he visits upon that thing's ass. And or, I don't know, other orify. I, I wonder about like high-end sex dolls like that, if they've got like... A warranty? Well, well, sure, but also like if they've got like a way to like clean out their orify yeah, I think it's. I think we've looked at this before. I think it's like a removable fuck sleeve, almost like a like a flashlight, and you put it in the dishwasher or something like that. Because hmm. you know, I want to run a drying cycle before I can get some 
some sex. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of the of the dishwasher, we were. I did try to poison my family. Um. <clears throat> so, you know, like the the dishwasher pods. Oh, you yeah. Put put in the dishwasher, close it up. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I went to buy those, and I purchased them. Brought them home along with the rest of the groceries. Went to go do a load of uh, dishes later that night, and I picked one out, and I was like, "This thing is fucking way bigger than I re- I remember," and it didn't fit in the little section. And I was like, oh, "I must have bought like a different kind, whatever. Like it doesn't need to be in that little door. The door's gonna open anyway." Right. And let out the thing. So I did the dishes. And um, the next day, uh, my mother-in-law had come over to wash the kids. And she was like, where's the dishwashing detergent? And I was like, oh, it's it's that right there. And she was like, this? She was like, I was like, yeah. She was like, I don't think Gain makes dishwashing detergent. This is laundry detergent. I was like, oh, cool. I just fucking washed my kids' dishes with laundry detergent. Uh, so I'm a fucking idiot. I don't think, I don't think that would poison you. Uh, one of them died. Was it the newer one? Yeah, yeah, he's very delicate. No, he's fine. No, nobody had any uh, adverse reactions or anything like that. But, yeah, it wasn't my finest, finest maneuver. That's fine. Yeah, it worked out, I guess. Uh, well. I don't even know what he's accused of, but oh yeah, uh, well, you you take a quick guess without trying to read any of those words. I'll zoom in on him a little bit. He doesn't like someone who's different than him. Yes. Who specifically? Who do you think? Um, he's from Hungary. I'll give you that. I was gonna say because his facial hair looks like he's a Civil War general. Um, okay. But uh Probably the gays. Did you read that? No, all I can see is his face. Oh, I, I know, but I didn't zoom in right away. Yes, he hates the gays. Um, but he was caught fleeing from a 25-man gay orgy through a window that was being busted because it was um, violating COVID protocols in Hungary. Uh-huh. And these are the types of stories... I like because it always shows that people that irrationally hate gay people are usually ashamed of being gay. Sure. Um, and I, when you said when you said this guy's beard, and I was like, where's he going to go with this? I thought you're going to be like, it's a bit too neat and fancy for a guy that doesn't love a dick. No, I mean, it's I was hoping you were going to go. And uh, it's more his haircut than anything else, but. Uh, I just wonder, like, when, like, how do you know twenty-five men is the right number for the orgy? Like, like, you wouldn't. Stop. I always, whenever I'm having a large man on man on man on man ad infinitum orgy, I try to settle on even numbers. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just you. Nobody wants to be the third wheel or the fifth wheel, which is the adult bookstore at the Portsmouth Traffic Circle. It's true, or well, one of the one of the adult bookstores. There's also the mid, the Moonlight Reader. Actually, the fifth wheel is gone, right? No, it's still there. Uh, what's the other one that's gone? That that was like, it's now part of that. Um, oh, that's car, the, car dealership. Gun Exchange is gone. Oh. Well, there's two Jack Shacks on one going north, one going south. Still there. <clears throat> do they gone. have Do they have Jack Shacks inside, or they just have? I have. Uh, um, I know that the fifth wheel does not, um, because okay. I bought pasties for a photo shoot there like six years ago. Okay. Like, cause I, when I did jerk off there, I had to do it in the parking lot against no, the, the one right by the car dealership has been closed up for a while, but the two right on, uh, the route one bypass are still there. Cause I'm in walking distance of both of them where I live. Oh, really? You're down there now? I mean, fuck. You walk the, the the coastline of New Hampshire. Virtually everything's walking distance for you at this point. Um, let me see. All right, that's enough of this fucking guy. Uh, his name is uh, Joseph Sager. 
if you want to, you know, throw some shade at that guy. Speaking of names, I'm, I'm crushing it with the segues. A politician named after Adolf Hitler wins election in Namibia. His, name, actually, his name is Adolf Hitler? Uh, his name is Adolf Hitler Unona. Huh. He was elected with 85% of the votes in the regional vote to emerge the winner in um, Punja, a small town in the far north of the country. He I'm, looks pretty angry. I'll give him that. He, he's a black man named Adolf Hitler. Yeah, yeah he's got to be heated. Um, Hitler confirmed that his father gave him the name after the German Nazi leader. No shit, it wasn't just random happenstance. And, prob boggle. and probably wasn't aware of his ideology. <laughs> Just took a shot in the dark on naming him after a famous person that he's heard the name of and really struck out on that one. That's Yeah, I, I call bullshit on that. For sure. That is that is bold for uh, a, a, a black man to name his black child Adolf Hitler, though. Yeah, and then for said black child to keep the name, because I'm sure you could, I mean, their records, I think, are made out of just like, silly putty um you could change your name at the drop of a hat i'm sure what's that papyrus maybe yeah <laughs> um he kept the name and then decided you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna run for office and i am gonna crush it with 85 percent of the vote although i i'm not sure i don't know a ton about namibia i know about as much about namibia as this guy's dad allegedly knew about adolf hitler but right. i can't imagine they're a thriving democracy probably not so, I mean, he just he may have decided to get 85% of the vote for all I know. Um, Adolf doesn't use Hitler in his social media handles, but still apply the name in official documents. When asked why he couldn't change the name before, he replied, it was too late for that. It's in all the official documents. It's too late for that, he replied. He later found a solution. He identifies himself as Adolf Unona in public. Found a solution? That didn't occur to you? Like, nobody knows my middle name unless I've specifically told them. I don't, like, go by it. What's that? Your middle name? Yeah. It's direct me, isn't it? It's Pol Pot. That makes sense. Yeah, Gary Pol Pot said. Um, here for Voltron. <laughs> That's me. Uh, why did you tell her your name is Voltron? Uh, cause it's badass. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Moving. I think it's funny that they, in that news article, they had to put a picture of Adolf Hitler next to the guy, just in case you didn't know who we were talking about when we said Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> That article was written specifically for that guy's father. Oh, that's him. Um, so, oh, that Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought you were talking about the renowned checkers player. Uh -huh. um, a former Israeli uh, space security chief has sent eyebrows shooting heavenward by saying that Earthlings have been in contact with extraterrestrials from the Galactic Federation. Uh, the United, the identified flying objects um, have asked not to be published that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet. Haim Eshed, former head of Israeli's uh, Defense Ministry Space Directorate, told Israel, or Israelis, some newspaper I can't pronounce. <clears throat> so, I mean, like, this is like the fourth or fifth, like, fairly legitimate sounding oh yeah, there's aliens of 2020 right. and nobody has fucking even noticed because the world is going through craziness. Right. Like they have, I, I feel like they have picked this time to like slow play it out there because like people have some shit going on. Just slowly break the alien thing. Like if this happened in 1990, mm -hmm. if one guy that seemed legitimate <clears throat> said yeah like yeah there's aliens 
the world would have gone fucking insane. Sure. We don't give a shit. We have TikTok. Yeah. There's other shit going on. He also added that President Donald Trump was aware of the extraterrestrial's existence and has been on the verge of revealing information, but was asked not to in order to prevent mass hysteria. I've heard this theory before, so I'm calling bullshit on it because that dude can't keep his fucking mouth shut about anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's kind of mentioned, he's kind of alluded to it in, in some interviews. I don't think he's good at like playing his cards close to the vest at all. If he knew anything about it, we would have known about it for you know years now. Well, since about six minutes after he found out, he would have tweeted about it if, from if, the meeting. If they were smart, if this was true, they would have told him and then been like, keep it a secret, and that way he would have talked about it, and then nobody would have believed him because he's a fucking moron. Well, even our government has kind of let some shit slip this year about potential... Like the Navy pilots were like, oh, yeah, there's definitely shit up there. No, but even like more official sources have like let it slip about like the stuff at Area 51. They're like, oh, yeah, that was that was was pretty, pretty much what was going on there. Like and nobody like it's just. Not being recognized, like I want to know what's going on. There's if there is, I mean, I don't this guy that the part that makes me think that this is utter bullshit is that he threw out the words Galactic Federation. Right. Come on. Everyone knows the United Federation of Planets. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. It hasn't been the Galactic Federation since the year 2347. Yeah. It's the Galactic Empire. You can't cross franchises. Yeah. You're Europe. fucking with canon here. Things are going wrong. Um, so, yeah, calling it the Galactic Federation, which means that, like, there are multiple sentient races and species out there who have all found each other and have decided, let's wait for these monkey people to get a little older to get over their COVID. Are you uh, in line for a vaccine as an essential worker? I haven't heard anything about it yet. Although I have a friend who's a nurse who just got her vaccine today. Yeah, Katie could get hers today or within the next couple of days, but she's kind of on the fence um, because she doesn't want autism. It's weird. No, it's because she's breastfeeding currently, and they <clears throat> they don't they don't have any information on like what it would or does do to the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, she wants to get it, but she's leaning towards getting it. But you know, it is kind of sketchy. Like we would feel pretty bad if our kid exploded. And like, there's no real reason why it should do anything wrong with them, but she she kind of wants to let other people be the guinea pig on that one, and then she'll get it in a little bit. But I'll send you a link because um, my job sent me this link, and you apply, and I just did it like just before we got on the Zoom call uh, about an hour ago, and um, you go through and you click all this stuff, and it asks like, "Are you this? Are you that? Are you an essential worker?" and like it lists grocery store and stuff like that. So if you go through this list, you put your email address, you put your name, so forth and so on. It'll put you on this list to get it. Interesting. Yeah. So I'll text you that. Um, and you can go through it and get yourself, get your name on a list. And then it'll set, like set you up with a time and place to get the vaccine via email. You don't, you don't get it administered by a syringe. They just send you an email and they're like, well, I guess that makes sense since you can get a virus on your computer from an email. Why don't you can't, you can, you can now get the vaccine. They actually, the way that they're doing it is they send uh, a crazy woman with a monkey to your grocery store and the monkey does the injection. So that's why it was there. I'm surprised your coworkers didn't tell you. They must not want you to get vaccinated. By them right now that uh, Chim Chim didn't give me the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah so vaccines are good aliens are real and then here did you see this story about the fucking zodiac killer which doesn't seem like breaking news did you see this uh-huh. so you the code that the zodiac killer sent to the police hadn't been ever solved right 
And after 51 years, the Zodiac Killer cipher has been solved by amateur code breakers. Um, and it's very, um, <clears throat> it's very weird because there's misspelled words in the, like the, his message yet dude can't spell, but he can come up with this thing that takes fucking 51 years to solve. Um, let me see. Is this the story? I wonder, I wonder if they're intentionally misspelled like, like the, uh, he only spelled, misspelled one word, but the word was in it several times. He misspelled paradise. He spelled it P-A-R-A-D-I-C-E. Huh. Um, so this is, and it wasn't good diction either. Here's the, here's the message. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner. Because I now have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise. So they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life will be on an easy, will be an easy one in paradise death. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, the, I don't know if you ever read the, the from hell letter, the, the Jack, the Ripper letter. Um, there's no. a bunch of, uh, Words misspelled, like he spelled Jews wrong. How do you spell um, Jews wrong? It was like four letters. No, it was like, hang on, I'll, I don't know why I'm guessing. I can fucking pull it up. Uh, I guess that's not the thing that we spelled Jews, but the, the, the from hell letter is the only one that's actually been authenticated as being from Jack the Ripper because it has blood on the the letter that was matched with the, the kidney that he sent, but it says from hell, Mr. Lusk soar S O R. I will send you half the kidney K D N E. I took from one, one women preserve P R A S A R V E D it for you. T'other piece. I fried and ate. It was very nice. N I S E. I may send you the bloody knife K N I F that took it out if you only wait W A T E A while W H I L longer signed catch me when you can when you can mister lusk that's that's the jack the ripper letter so jack the ripper was in what the early 1900s uh i think it was 1912 uh yeah so i mean like most people couldn't really read or write back then <laughs> So, I mean, like, it's not as shocking. Maybe not most people, but it was, it's not weird for some, probably. So, I mean, it, it's very possible that one potential cause of serial killing is frustration, spelling frustration. Sure. You're just upset that you cannot spell words and you murder. Do you think maybe autocorrect has, has lessened the number of serial killers we've had? Autocorrect has made me want to kill people. Much more, much more than, um, what did I, I got, I got a fucking ridiculous autocorrect the other day that really did not work out in my favor. I forgot what it was. It's something about like, I was talking about one of my kids and it, it used the word come. It didn't spell it C-U-M, but still it made it sound really fucked up. Um, but, uh, I guess, uh, our little, our little princess isn't going to make it back in time with our, <clears throat> with our product. So I have the product I was going to use in the next episode. Uh, this is a McDonald's uh, joint, much like a Spike Lee joint. Um, McDonald's in China is serving a spam burger topped with Oreo crumbs. Because fuck you. Yeah, and then in quotes it says. Um, when you hate someone but have to invite him to dinner. Is that the actual slogan they're using? <clears throat> no, that's somebody being funny. Uh. Um, I thought it was delicious, said a comment signed Fei Fei Mao Enthusiast on Weibo, which is their Twitter microblog service. Is that because I love McDonald's too deeply or is something wrong with my taste? Yes. Why can't it be both? Um, where's a picture of this fucking monstrosity? 
Oh, God damn you, you fucking twat. There you go. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that looks like it have mayonnaise on it as well. It, does, it looks like the it's like the old Folgers Christmas commercial. They're like, today we replace the unsuspecting patrons filet of fish <laughs> with spam and Oreo cookies. <laughs> um, and they're like candid responses. Mm, this fish isn't quite as cunty as it normally is. It's <laughs> um, fucking disgusting. I kind of wish we had access to this. I mean, I'm pretty it sure. doesn't. It doesn't say what that white condiment is. I kind of hope it's like some simulacrum of like Oreo cream, like the Oreo center. Right. But part of me also really hopes it's actually mayonnaise because the Chinese do have a weird thing with mayonnaise. I just think it's weird that it's the actual spam product. Like, does yeah. think spam has any affiliation with uh, McDonald's in the United States? I, I do like that it, it has the McDonald's M logo, then a multiplication sign, and then a can of spam. Yeah. McDonald's times spam equals dog shit. There's no Oreo logo, though. No. That's true. But I mean, it's called. It has to be affiliated because it's called the McDonald's Oreo Lunch Meat Burger. It would be the, you know, McDonald's. I don't know what's what's fucking Hydrox. Right. I mean, I feel like Hydrox is a better cookie to crumble on uh, ground up meat than uh, than Oreo. Because. I I just think Hydrox is a superior cookie to Oreo. It's been a long. I I spent. I have Oreos in the cupboard right now. I I. Uh, it's been a long time since I've had a Hydrox. The cookie itself tastes better than the Oreo cookie. The Oreo cookie to me is a little bit too dark a flavor for me. Racist. Okay. Um. I'll have to try a Hydrox. Maybe we'll have to do a a blind taste test of Oreo versus Hydrox. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen Hydrox. I mean, I haven't looked for, I haven't purchased a cookie in two years, but I don't remember the last time I actually saw a package of Hydrox anywhere. I mean, I'm sure we could order some. Probably. Was Hydrox as dunkable, as good with milk as Oreo? Uh, sure. I don't know that I've ever dipped either in, in milk. You are a goddamn monster. It's, for many reasons, that is true. Yes. For this one, specifically. Mm-hmm. Wait. Please wait. I see you did not heed my attempt to warn you. Sigh. Fuck it. Hey, 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 hey